Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. We are now in Revelation chapter 7. Now remember back in chapter 6, I mentioned that at the very end of the chapter, it asks the question, who shall be able to stand? This chapter then answers that question. And the answer basically is the sealed ones, those who have their calling election made sure. Uh, Doctrine and Covenants section 77 verse 10 asks the question, what time are the things spoken of in this chapter to be accomplished? They are to be accomplished in the 6,000 years or the opening of the sixth seal. Verse 1, And after these things I saw four angels. Uh, The question again in section 77, What are we to to understand by the four angels spoken of in the seventh chapter and first verse of Revelation? We are to to, uh, answer, We are to understand that they are four angels sent forth from God to whom is given power over the four parts of the earth to save life and to destroy. These are they who have the everlasting gospel to commit to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, having power to shut up the heavens, to seal up unto life, or to cast down to the regions of darkness. Continuing verse 1, standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds, or destructions, of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. These angels are those who, in 1831, were waiting the great command to reap down the earth to gather the tares that they may be burned. Section 38, uh, that was from section 38, verse 12. Joseph Fielding Smith wrote that these four angels seem to fit the description of the angels spoken of in the parable of the the wheat and the tares, uh, who plead with the Lord that they might go forth to reap down the earth. They were told to act to let the wheat and tares grow together to the time of the end of the harvest, which is the end of the world. These are now at work in the earth on their sacred mission. Church History and and Modern Revelation, number two, uh, page 70. Wilford Woodruff said, Those angels have left the portals of heaven, and they stand over this people and this nation now, and are hovering over the earth, waiting to pour out the judgments. And from this very day, they shall be poured out. I think we can tell that um, more natural disasters have occurred uh, in the last number of years than than in history before. Verse 2, And I saw another angel... Uh, Sidney B. Sperry reasoned that from the teachings in verses 9 and 14 of Doctrine and Covenants 77, one cannot help concluding, one, that John the Revelator has a commission to gather together the tribes of Israel, and two, that he is the Elias who, as it is written, must come and restore all things. If these conclusions are correct, then we are driven to a third conclusion, namely, that John the Revelator is the angel ascending from the east, as, as mentioned in Revelation 7-2. Uh, ascending from the east, having the seal. Uh, It means to seal the blessing on their heads, meaning the everlasting covenant, thereby making their calling and election sure. When a seal is put upon the father and mother, it secures their posterity so that they cannot be lost, but will be saved by virtue of the covenant of their father. All right, continuing uh, verse 3. Uh, it says, the seal of the living God, and then in, back in section 77 again, it says, what are we to understand by the angels, by the angel ascending from the east? 
in the Re in Revelation 7 verse 2. We are to understand that the angel ascending from the east is he to whom is given the seal of the living God over the twelve tribes of Israel. Wherefore he crieth unto the four angels, having the everlasting gospel, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And if you will receive it, this is Elias. And as I mentioned, uh, this was also John the Revelator, which was to come to gather together the tribes of Israel and restore all things. And I heard him cry with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Four destroying angels holding power over the four quarters of the earth until the servants of God are sealed in their foreheads, which signifies sealing the blessings upon their heads, meaning the everlasting covenant, thereby making their calling and election sure when a seal is put upon the father and mother. I just read that. Verse 4, And the number of them who were sealed were an hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Back to section 77. Sure is nice that we have uh, Doctrine and Covenants to help us explain some of these verses, isn't it? Question, what are we to understand by sealing the 140 and 4,000 out of all the tribes of Israel? 12,000 out of every tribe. Answer, we are to understand that those who are sealed are high priests, ordained unto the holy order of God to administer the everlasting gospel. For they are they who are ordained out of every nation, kindred, tongue, and people by the angels to whom is given power over the nations of the earth to bring as many as will come to the church of the firstborn. On February the 4th, 1844, Joseph Smith commenced, uh, com commented regarding the 144,000. He said, I attended prayer meeting with the, with the quorum in the assembly room and made some remarks respecting the 144,000 mentioned by John the Revelator, showing that the selection of persons to form that number had already commenced. He had already conferred these blessings on at least 17 men. There will be 144,000 saviors on Mount Zion and with them an innumerable host that no man can number. Oh, I beseech you to go forward, go forward and make your calling and election sure. That was Joseph Smith. Many commentators believe that the number 144,000 is not to be taken literally, but that it signifies all the redeemed of the Lord. And that was from Richard Draper in opening the seven seals. Also from understanding the book of Revelation, it says the tribe of Joseph is mentioned as is that of his son Manasseh, but Ephraim is not mentioned, nor is Dan. John provides no clue why the names on the, on the list differ from those of the original 12 tribes. So in these next few verses here, as, as I mentioned, Ephraim is missing and so is Dan. Don't know why. Although Joseph might be named instead of Ephraim. So verse 5, of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Reuben were sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Gad were sealed 12,000, of Aser, of Aser were sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Naphtalim were sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Manasseh were sealed 12,000, Simeon 12,000, Levi 12,000, Issachar 12,000, Zebulon 12,000, Joseph instead of Ephraim were sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000. After this I beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and tongues and people stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. And this was to do the Hosanna shout. As I mentioned, the white represents victory. And cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne of their, on their faces and worshipped God. 
saying amen. Now notice uh, again, there are seven attributes that are being mentioned here. Again, John does this on purpose to symbolize uh, complete. Saying amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And, and one of the elders answered saying unto me, what are these which are arrayed in white robes and whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. God will not deliver us unless we do prove ourselves faithful to him in the, in the severest trouble. For he that will have his robes washed in the blood of the Lamb must come up through great tribulation, even the greatest of all affliction. That was by Joseph Smith. Verse 15, Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple, and he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. Those who serve God in the heavenly temple are the same as those who serve in the earthly temples. President Kimball said, I can envision not only man many more temples as the Lord directs us when and where to build them, but I foresee the day when we will make around the clock use of all these sacred holy edifices. I repeat a statement made at the dedication of the great temple in Washington. The day is coming and not too far ahead of us when all temples of this earth will be going day and night. Verse 16, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. In other words, Jesus will be among us and we will be protected from any harm. For the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them into the living fountains of waters and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Christ will remove all the pains of our mortality. I bear testimony of the truth of these things. And if I was marking my scriptures, I might mark verse, 12, uh, verse 15 as a temple verse. Um, and uh, there's lots of temple imagery here that uh, that are in the in the book of Revelation. I bear testimony to the truth of these things. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. See you next time.